This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Uh, my name is Faraz Siddiqui. Uh, we're going to get right into the news. Uh, so Will Fuller broke his collarbone uh, in camp. Uh, it affects the Texans' offense you know, because he was supposed to be that field stretcher. And that field stretcher helps the offense in a lot of ways, right? It opens up to underneath. You know, it opens up those intermediate routes. So as far as DeAndre Hopkins is concerned, he'll probably get a little bit more double coverage. But he's probably also going to get more targets. And DeAndre Hopkins knows what to do with those targets. So I personally don't see much of a fantasy impact on the rest of this Texans offense. Lamar Miller... DeAndre Hopkins, those are the two guys that are basically fantasy relevant on this offense. I don't think anybody else um, is going to take that step forward this year. There was a scare at a Giants camp uh, where Sterling Shepard, he was taken off in a cart uh, from practice. uh, And it looked like, you know, a pretty bad ankle injury. But it turns out that he's fine. Uh, It was just a rolled ankle. So, you know, he wasn't in a lot of pain, but it seemed like he'll be fine. So not a big deal there. Uh, there was another report coming out of Niners camp um, that said that Carlos Hyde is basically set in stone as the 49ers starter. And yeah, he's probably the most talented in that backfield, uh, but it still remains to be seen um, as far as whether anybody else, you know, whether it's Tim Hightower or the rookie Joe Williams or Capri Bibbs, who they traded for. Um, this is a crowded backfield, and we just don't know who Kyle Shanahan is going to choose to be his guy. Uh, that remains to be seen. So we just got to kind of kind of pay attention to 49ers camp and preseason games uh, to see who gets that work. So a little bit of the Bears camp. So Cam Meredith and Mike Glennon are showing a good rapport uh, over the last couple of days. Uh, so that's that's a really good sign. You can get Meredith really cheap in, in late in drafts. I think he's going in the ninth round right now. If you paid attention to uh, Mike Harmon's reception perception on Cam Meredith, he grades out pretty well on his routes compared to other wide receivers. So if him and Glennon continue to show rapport, he can be the Bears' number one wide receiver, and he could get a lot of targets and catches. So, you know, in the ninth round, as a number one wide receiver, if he's getting like 20 to 25% of the target share plus some red zone work, he could be a steal. So a little bit of an update on the Mike Tannehill injury. So, you know, he left practice on Thursday with a non-contact leg injury. Um, and Adam Schefter reported afterwards that it's either six to eight weeks of rehab or season-ending surgery. And 
Unfortunately, at this point, it seems as though season-ending surgery is their best option. It's not looking good for the Dolphins this year. All right, so it's about that time of the podcast where we add a little fuel to the fire in the Dalvin Cook hype train. So um, Mike Shermer, the offensive coordinator, coordinator of the Vikings, he raved about Dalvin Cook as a pass protector. He's getting most of the first-team reps right now, and if he keeps winning over his coaches, he, we can see Cook getting a lot of touches here. And, and those touches could come on all downs. Uh, everything seems, seems to be coming together for Cook. You know, Murray isn't practicing, and who knows when he will be. Um, you know, Cook can run, he can catch, he can pass protect. He's the rookie running back I'm aiming for in drafts at this point because his three-down opportunity seems the clearest. You know, although it's tough to choose between him and guys like Gillis Lee if they're both on the board in the early fifth round, but hey, I mean, the hype train on Dalvin Cook is real, and I, I wouldn't mind drafting him. It seems like he has a clear path to a real opportunity. So a little bit of news out of Green Bay. Um, it seems like rookie running back... Jamal Williams has been pushing Montgomery for starting duties. He He's apparently already a good pass protector, and Montgomery is still in the process of learning how to pass protect right now. Um, he took the first running back snaps with the starters in practice, and this happened two days in a row. So, you know, he's also a guy I expect to be used around the goal line as well. So this is kind of what I feared for Montgomery early in the offseason. I personally can't draft him in the third round right now. That's way too high. Just because that running back position in Green Bay is still very fluid. We just have to wait and see. We just don't know who that guy's going to be. We all want it to be Montgomery. But remember, Montgomery came in last year in special circumstances. So he had to be moved from the wide receiver position. Even though, you know, he's bulked up. He looks good. He looks like a running back when you see him. But there's more to a running back than just running and catching. I think in this offense in particular, pass-heavy offense. So... Uh, you know, and we've even seen uh, Aaron Rodgers yell at Montgomery at times last year because he he missed an assignment. So uh, this is pretty important in this offense. Uh, Jamal Williams, he's he's a capable runner, so he can be the in-between tackle guy. Montgomery can be someone who splits out the backfield. Um, we just don't know. So I have to wait and see on this one. There was also uh, some rumblings out of Bengals camp where Joe Mixon got hurt pretty bad um, and had to get off the field and and trainers were looking at his foot. But it actually turns out that it's not a big deal. He was just kicked in the heel uh, and he was cut. So not a big deal. He should be back pretty soon. Now, there was another report about 10 to 15 minutes before the report of him going down came out. And that was Jeff Hobson from Bengals.com. He reported that he thinks that Joe Mixon could see over 20 touches per game week one against the Ravens. Now, that's super interesting because today ESPN Bengals reporter Catherine Terrell expected Jeremy Hill to enter the season as a starting running back. So if Jeremy Hill's starting, do they still expect Mixon to get 20 touches? It seems unlikely to me. You know, with Hill possibly getting goal line touches, with Geo healthy in camp, getting passing work, I don't know what the opportunity is for Mixon, and this seems like a very fluid situation as far as we just don't know who's going to get the touches here. Seems like a crowded backfield to me, and where Mixon's going right now, I'm not drafting him there. All right, guys, so I think that's it for the news, uh, and that's it for the podcast today. Now, I just want to note that we will be adding new segments in the future, but just want to start out with the news for now just to get our feet wet uh, and to decide what kind of segments we want to add. Uh, but, you know, our goal is to just provide as much value as possible to you guys. And so you guys are fully equipped for the draft coming up and, you know, for the start to sit decisions that you'll have in the middle of the season. Uh, so stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in. And, um, 
You can check out uh, our work at upperhandfantasy.com. Follow us on Twitter at upperhandffb. Follow us on Instagram at upperhandfantasy. Uh, And yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Take it easy.